This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is Matthew Cruz with the Comstock Report. The rally in grains was aborted yesterday on yet another big break in the stock market, triggered first by the break in the energy sector. It's all intertwined these days, and much of it stems from the impasse in D.C. on a trio of vital crisis needs. A raise in the debt ceiling to prevent a government shutdown October 3rd, a vote on infrastructure compromise that might have a chance of passage, and placating Democrats who won't vote until that $3.5 trillion monstrosity is passed first. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen on Tuesday told Congress in yet another letter that the United States will run out of flexibility to avoid breaching the debt limit on October 18th, setting a new deadline for lawmakers. Yet just hours after her warning, a Senate effort to suspend the debt ceiling without any infrastructure baggage also failed yesterday. Yellen's letter pretty much sums up why investors again fled stocks yesterday and took grains down with it. The letter stated failure to raise the debt ceiling could cause child tax credit payments to halt for 30 million families, delay Social Security payments for 50 million seniors, and result in a spike in unemployment. Economists have said that the U.S. economy would be plunged into an economic recession if the debt ceiling were breached. A report by Moody's Analytics found that a default could cost the economy roughly 6 million jobs and wipe out as much as $15 trillion in household wealth and the failure by Congress to break their impasse played heavily in yesterday's stock market tumble. We get two important reports tomorrow that could sustain market strength if they meet or beat trade expectations. The September 1st grain stocks report and the final 2020 small grain summary with final production figures, including class-by-class breakouts for wheat. Here are the average range of key metric traders are looking for in each report. On corn, the average trade estimate is 1.155 billion bushels, down nearly 40% from 1.919 billion bushels a year ago. On soybeans, the average trade estimate is 174 million bushels, down nearly 66% from 525 million bushels a year ago. On wheat, the average trade estimate is 1.852 billion bushels, down about 14% from 2.15 billion bushels a year ago. Brazil is ready to begin its 2021-2022 soybean growing season. Their current time frame would be comparable to early April in the U.S. Areas in the southern part of the country have begun their planting, or maybe even finished, but the heart of their grain belt is just getting started. As long as there is rainfall in the forecast, more Brazilian farmers will begin putting seed to dirt very soon. A friend of mine in northern Mato Grosso is targeting October 5th as an ideal start date. My family will look to begin ministered ice around October 15th, so there is plenty of time in the principal growing regions. Last season, the months of October and November were some of the driest months experienced in Brazil, which pushed back the planting window. Rainfall was abundant in the December to March time period, allowing for critical crop development. Mato Grosso was able to plant over two-thirds of their crop in 30 days. Crop production has gradually been shifting further north in Brazil, while the southern region of Brazil is still very important, representing 32% of Brazil's soybean crop, it is now overshadowed by the center-west region. Planted area in Brazil has grown an average of 2.5% per year during the last five years. Soybean production area is estimated to be between 99 to 101 million acres for next season. 
As long as prices remain strong, this trend toward expansion will not only continue, but could accelerate further. Between expanded acreage and better yields, overall soybean production has tripled within the last 20 years. Three of the past five years have set new records, and if the USDA projection of 144 million metric tons becomes true, it will set yet another record with the coming crop. Even with uncooperative weather, it would be difficult for Brazil to produce less than the record 137 million metric tons from last season. It would take a very serious dry weather pattern due to the increase in expected acres. It would also have to be fairly widespread weather issues, much like the U.S. Brazil's planting area is geographically diverse. When one region experiences a climate-induced yield drop, another region can pick up the slack. You are listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, visit us online at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.